previously on the Infinite Escape Room. What the hell is... Safe Apple. Cool. With my debut novel, Bonus Bed Cheese. Don't, don't threaten PG with a bonus bed cheese. Like, nothing surprises me about Americans and cheese. It stinks. And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a home-made escape room of the ears. I'm Mike, your host. I am drinking an Estrella. Uh, it says Estrella, damn, on the bottle, but that might be damn, D-A-M-M. But anyway, it's um, a kind of uh, vaguely foreign-y, sort of very lagery beery, sort of Mediterranean-y, yum-yummy, nicey, nicey in hotty weather, which it is at the momenty. Uh, and I'm quite enjoying it. And this was left over in the fridge from somebody coming over for dinner, and it's very much appreciated. And joining me, we have uh, I'm Jamie, and this week I'm drinking a Black Dragon, the uh, the Drag D, a six and a half percent monstrosity from uh, Gwinty Drag, and it. it I know it's strong and it's a school night, but it's one of the few beers I have, and it is bloody lovely. So I might be a liability this evening. We'll see how we go. And I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths. And uh, this week I am drinking a trusty old peculiar. Um, yeah, I've had it before. You've heard me have it before. It's lovely. Uh, I had it in the cupboard. <laughs> it is also... Sorry? Why are you drinking it in the cupboard? Because I've not come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news on the Infinite Escape Room podcast. We've got a scoop here, folks. <laughs> if the you're a hot host, single man and you're <laughs> in the mood in South Wales, come knocking at Ben's door. Uh, I was just th- uh, Mike said that it was hot and lovely, and it is definitely not hot and lovely here. It's uh, sort of mildly warm and very wet, and and particularly grey outside my house at the moment. Mm. Oh, that sounds lovely. I would do a murder for some good rain right now. <laughs> it, it, Coming your way, Mike. Coming your way. <laughs> oh, please. I'm off to well, I'm off to Broadstairs tomorrow to see John. So, a bloody sun will probably follow <laughs> e- me at the season. Even further away than the rain from the rain. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to outpace it. I can't let myself get wet. If I get moist after midnight, I'm like a what's it like a grandma? A moist Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm a moist Mike. I'll sprout hair and then my youth will return. And I'll be happy. Um, <laughs> So uh, what he is gets older, he gets room? younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to think there's a there's like a Dorian Gray style portrait of me in the, like the attic, but it's getting younger and happier. Mike uh, Jamin Mutton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can mash all these three. This will make a better episode than what I've written. To be <laughs> can I have like two hours to write a new episode real quick, and we'll see you guys in a bit. <laughs> so. What is the infant escape room? You may well be wondering by this point if you're still listening. Ben, do, do we not do the, the Patreons first? I do the Patreons eventually. All right, okay, we, that's fine. They've already left at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! There's ben, no one left. You know, can't believe you'd put somebody off their flow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually, do you know what? The entire intro has now gone out of my head. That's in, in all fairness, he did raise the finger very politely. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Ben gave me the Ben gave me the finger as a. You know, that's that's why I stopped because I was like, Ben's not normally this rude. <laughs> to both tell me to fuck myself and. <laughs> oh dear. By the way, um, listeners, well, unedited listeners will know 
Listeners who don't get the unedited content might not know that Ben edits out a lot of interruptions from me from his episodes. <laughs> don't know why, but when I've had one or two beers, I find it incredibly amusing to try and throw Ben off his flow when he's doing the intro stuff. It, it is incredibly and amusing. <laughs> and I've just found out it just takes a finger to throw Mike off his flow. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what you do with the finger, Ben. Okay, so... You seem to like it before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is better if you're listening with a webcam. <laughs> Before we begin, we'd like to thank some of our fabulous, lovely, wonderful patrons who help with the show on the road. The lights in the sky, the fans spinning on my fan that keeps my, my room cool. And in particular, we'd like to thank three of our patrons, and they are Delana Andrews, Caroline Hardman, and Hill Burton. Thanks so very much, three of you. You are fabulous, super loved and appreciated. If you'd like to join their ranks for as little as a pound a month, you can do so at patreon.com slash the infinite escape room, where there's occasional bonus content, early access to episodes, unedited stuff and more. Thank you. We love you. So what is the infinite escape room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, except it's not because it happens in your ears. The end. Each week, one of us will present a part of the infinite escape room while the others try and solve it. If they don't escape within the allotted period of time, then terrible, smelly, bum-tickly things will happen to them. And if they break anything, they will lose their deposit, which is going to be Ben's index finger. He's not careful. Um, (laughs) Which this week is any vaguely fan-shaped implement in your house that might potentially move a bit of air around and cool you as the world cooks. Not my fan-assisted oven. Yes, but <laughs> now you'll have I'll to cook, cook your food for, with ten extra minutes. Oh no, them apples! <laughs> Obviously not, Jamie. <laughs> oh shit! We found my air fryer is in jeopardy. Right, we we go, can't mess this up. <laughs> That's right, Jamie's air fryer, the convection in Ben's oven, um, just radiative heat. Otherwise, I do feel this is the opposite of what Mike thought. We were yeah, I'll be honest with you. I mean, sorry, sorry, international listeners might like to know that at the moment ovens are largely redundant because if you want to cook food, you just put it on the patio for five minutes. And then it's just perfectly cooked through. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Grumble, grumble, eco grumble. If we if we can't move any air around, does that mean that we can't move? Because the air will just stay in front of us and we can't push it out the way to move. Only if you're a fan-shaped implement. Well. These sleep-deprived 30-somethings talked about what a fan was for a little bit too long. And then, at last... <laughs> Yay! Hen <laughs> lets at long last enter the infinite escape room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, you were more American than usual. We had some American guests. And having solved a spooksome trailery puzzle, you were met with two moons in a black sky. Ben, you consult your pocket doomsday checklist and start ticking things off. Two moons in the sky, Liz Weathervane Truss or Rishi Offshore Sunak, soon to be Prime Minister, and England literally on fire. England literally on fire? Two moons? That's not two moons. That's two nighttime suns. That's right. It's the middle of the night, and it's so warm that the sun has come out to play after dark as well. And even worse, it's bought a friend. Bastard. <laughs> yes, it's Tuesday, the 19th of July, 2022, the hottest day in the history of anything, where the surface of the United Kingdom has become the toastiest point in the universe. Around you, everything is on fire. Sizzled bird skeletons drop out of the sky. Ice cream vans explode in showers of cheese. My mother considers wearing a slightly thinner cardigan. (laughs) Feeling your skin... 
Sorry, mum. Feeling your skin start to crisp and blister. I gave mum two new jumpers. Mum's birthday was like in the middle of this and she she wanted new jumpers. <laughs> just saying. Um, well, is that just her going, it, it won't it won't spend a lot of money on jumpers at this time of year? <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> to be fair, I think mum was wearing a cardi at the time though. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, take that as you will. Feeling your skin start to crisp and blister, you dash blindly towards the only visible structure, not actively transforming into charcoal. A sliding door opens and you fall inside. A moment later, the blast of hot air behind you subsides as the door slides shut. Looking behind you, you see the sliding doors sag and fuse into one solid lump as the metal frame melts together. The mystery of how this single building had escaped the inferno outside is revealed as you hear an air conditioning unit above you. You look at it lovingly. Sweet, trusty aircon. As you watch, the aircon starts to puff and stutter. You hear an ominous, grinding, a rattling sound from within. A small red digital display lights up underneath it. Error. Thermal shutdown in 30 minutes. Bastard traitorous aircon. The aircon appears to display two temperatures as well, inside where it's currently 21 degrees Celsius and outside where it's currently 65 degrees Celsius. You'd best find a way to beat the heat before the aircon unit fails, or you'll sweat your fingernails out of your eye holes. <laughs> your time starts now. Oh, okay. What would you like to do? What am I currently wearing? Am I dressed for the, the heat? You are wearing your signature shorts and a cool t-shirt. Oh, yeah. When you say cool t-shirt, does that uh, a reflection on the temperature or the coolness of it? It is polyester as fuck. <laughs> it has a cool band print on it and something meta. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Got jizz or something. I don't know. How do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> and Ben, you're wearing your all-weather shorts. And all nice. seasons shorts. Okay. Um, so let's have a little look around. <laughs> Ooh, we've, got, we've got flash of leg on the webcam there. Goodness <laughs> me. You heard it here first. It needs to be a top tier to see the webcam footage. Uh, yeah, so anything around us that we can see that's interesting? So um, looking around, you appear to be inside a little. Or yeah. maybe it's an oldie. I mean, they're exactly the same thing. And I'm convinced that they just switched the spines around um, at random overnight. <laughs> But unlike the supermarket paradise that you've come to expect with little slash oldies, this one appears to have been the victim of looting. It's hard to tell which of the many apocalypses and social unrestlessnesses have triggered this. Um, it could be the incoming recession, Brexit, or just environmental collapse. But either way, the place has been scoured and very little remains. Looking around, you can see the tills, the infamous middle aisle, which is a bit of a white elephant stall of retail, the freezer and chiller cabinets, and the doors of the manager's office. Hastily sketching all these wonderful things. When uh, when you said, I think you said that uh, you believe that they switched the signs around. But I heard they switched the swines around, and I, <laughs> they, they, they switch around all of the pork related products, <laughs> and suddenly that, that's it's right, a different ben. store. They'll never know. <laughs> Hot update. Looking outside through the glass doors you came through, you see a dog trying to bark. It explodes into sand. <laughs> Good lord. Okay, this is some serious shit. If we go down the middle aisle, do we see um, any of the following? 
a new air conditioning unit for thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> air conditioning coolant for fourteen ninety nine. Air conditioning repair kit for four pounds seventy three. <laughs> and you've solved my puzzle. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Aldi. Uh, no, no. Do, you want, do you want to go down the mid, uh, down the middle aisle? Yes, yes please. please. Okay, so the middle aisle is absolute fucking anarchy, uh, and that's not because of the looting. The looters must have assumed this had already been done. Uh, because it inexplicably has hairbrushes and children's playhouses next to barrels of industrial acid and bike pumps. <laughs> Looking at the middle aisle, you see children's playhouses, humidity meters, masonry drills, hairbrushes, which come in boxes of five. Because who buys five hairbrushes? Who sees hairbrushes as a consumable? Uh, vats of industrial acid, car tire inflators, radiator units, garden hose, uh, some canisters of camping propane, duct tape, a big old roll of duct tape, uh, and a shonky Lego knockoff mega blocks. <laughs> the devil could we, himself. Um, could we get that list uh, in the chat if it. No, Ben, I made it up off the top of my head and I can't remember it. Yes, you can, of course. Good, because I, I, I wrote so fast I can't read my writing. I, I started to write so fast, I, I can't read my writing and missed half of it. <laughs> I mean, you were going down the aisle pretty quickly. <laughs> On a trolley. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> you crash into the tills. Okay, so I, this makes me think that we might have to MacGyver some sort of contraption, but could also mm. be a red herring. Could be. Um, speaking of the tills, could we have a look at the tills, please? Uh, sure thing. Are there enough people on? <laughs> well, I'm afraid you're the only people in this little slash oldie. And going over the you can see that most of them have been smashed up, presumably by the looters, uh, and only one remains. Uh, the till uh, has a conveyor belt and an actual kind of cash register jobby. Anything on the conveyor belt? Uh, no, although it appears to have burned marks down the middle. But that's totally standard because of the speed the cashiers put items down. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Okay. Um, can we open up the, the till? Sure. Uh, so it's been emptied of all cash, as you'd expect, uh, and contains only a tattered receipt, uh, which, looking at it, appears to be for some totally standard, little-slash-oldie, shonky knockoff alcoholic beverages. Send it to you in the chat now. Ooh. And presumably it will be in the show notes? Mm, if they're lucky. <laughs> no. they're very well behaved. Only if they're good. You can see that the bottom of the receipt has been torn away. Okay. So we've got, um, yeah, receipt. We've got Hein Kant, 159. Uh, Stella Ardeux, £3.17. Weekbo, £6.33. And Bud Heavy. And that's where the receipt is torn off. Ah, yes, that wonderful Bud Heavy. And that should be Heine Kant, I apologise. That would have been a better, instead of Heine Kant. Kant. Uh, Heine Kant, yes. Yeah, yeah. Poor spelling has... Destroyed my poor pun. <laughs> I, I don't know how relevant this is going to be, but could we uh, take a trundle off to the alcohol aisle slash corner slash whatever this particular store has um, and see if we can find the price for a Bud Heavy? Uh, you go there and it has been looted. Like the whole area has been looted. Even the um, signs? The signs, the alcohol, the racks. Jesus. Uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's been quite the day for looters. They have been having a good, a good old loot. While you're contemplating this, Hot update. The bakery opposite Lidl uh, discovers that all of its breads become toast. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Wonderful. If things are getting a bit a bit toasty, then let's go and take a look at the chiller. Sure. Uh, so you go take a look at the uh, the chillers and the freezers. They're all in kind of like a little clump together. Yeah, which would you like to look at first? 
Um, I want to get inside one of the chillers and just sort of stay there for a couple of seconds and bask maybe by the frozen peas, whatever this space for me to jam in. Okay, so I think we've, we're seeing a distinction between chillers and freezers. So the chillers... Yeah, the freezers, then. Uh, Okay, so uh, the freezers um, are the big kind of like uh, cabinet-style uh, industrial freezers, uh, and they're making a horrible buzzing sound and pumping horrible het- wet heat into the room. Uh, inside the freezer cabinets themselves, it looks lovely and chilly, but it's full of snakes. You're not sure why there's sure snakes in there, but it's full of snakes. Ah, special buy. Okay. Do we know what kind of snakes they might be? Uh, I know what kind of snakes they are, uh, and it's written into another bit of the puzzle. Are they corn snakes? Uh, well, actually, I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you. So it's, written, it's actually written into one of the endings, um, which I'll, I'll let you guess what type of ending it is, but they're Guatemalan dick-biting snakes. <laughs> oh, the good ending. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Is Guatemalan so, spelled with a Q? Um, yeah, yeah, Guatemala. Guatemalan. <laughs> I can't remember. Guatemalan quick-biking quakes. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're that famous Guatemalan snake that bites your dick off. Okay, so I, I will. I noted. I retract my desire to go into the freezer. I thought you were going to retract something else. <laughs> oh, that, that's that, that's fully shrunk back now. Just the, the thought of Guatemalan dick biting snakes. So, could we have a look at the chillers, please? Absolutely. Uh, taking a look at the chillers, uh, they're actually the really fancy ones, which use uh, the little high pressure mister valves at the front to spray fine water mist over. Uh, what would have once been vegetables, uh, but is now just looted barrenness. Uh, the mist is getting everywhere and making things feel a bit damp and horrid. Mm. Yeah, so everything else inside that chiller is either gone or not interesting. It's yeah, it's it, consider it a, a chillery void, just having mist misted at it through a little misty valve. With the amount of looting that's gone on in the middle aisle, I would definitely have put a loot. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I wish I had now. Could we please head to the manager's office? You can. You, you pass by and you notice a loot in the middle aisle. Hey! <laughs> it was under the children's playhouse the whole time. I like, didn't miss a really obvious pun. Um, yeah, you, okay, so you go to the manager's office. Uh, the door has a plastic plaque on it that reads, Branch Manager, Fat Bud. Uh, it appears to be locked and has a numeric keypad next to it. The door is distinctly warm to the touch. Do we see how many uh, digits it requires? It requires a Bojo original. Four. <laughs> okay. So just to confirm, that was four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming then that the price of Bud Heavy would be potentially the four-digit code that we need to get into Fat Bud's office. Quite possibly, yes. Hot update. The roads liquefy outside and form a new canal system of tarmac. We've checked the tills and we found the receipt. Uh, We've checked the middle and found a bunch of things, although we didn't check the prices of such things. Uh, We've looked at the freezer and chiller cabinets and I I think have decided that there's not an awful lot of interest in either of them. Could I try a little something? So I've just noticed on the receipt, um, as you go up each of these drinks, the price doubles and then is minus a penny. So Heinekant 159, oh. Stellar Dirt 317. Uh, so 159 times two, take away a penny, is 317. It happens again from Ardo to Weakbow. So if we do that again from Weakbow to Bud Heavy, we come with, up with £12.66. So could I type ah. in 1266 into the, the pad? You type 1266 into the pad and you get a little... Well, ah. son of a bitch. That was some good... Uh... 
Good going there, though. Oh, hang on a sec. Can I try one, two, six, five? You type in one, two, six, five, and you hear a... There we go. Boom. As the door unlocks. Woo. Would you like to go inside? Yes, please. Inside, you find that this room was both a little bit too well insulated from the main building uh, and did not have its own aircon. It's as hot as an oven. <laughs> and the blast of heat that comes out of the room bleaches your eyebrows. Squinting through the heat haze, you see the inside of the office. A mummified husk of a fat bloke in a light blue shirt is slumped across the desk. Behind him is something which is now going into the text channel and will also be available in the show notes for our listeners. Pow. Oh, ooh. okay. Oh, is that written yeah, in blood? It looks as though the manager got such profound heat stroke that he sweated out his own intestines. And in the throw of his sweaty madness, he must have then used them to create this message before expiring. He had a lot of guts too, because he was quite fat. Okay. Poor bud. Uh, but you'd be watching uh, uh, Technology Connections because they love uh, heat pumps and air conditioning units on there. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, ben, would you like to describe this horror show? <laughs> so uh, we have a uh, background of brick, which I presume is the wall. Um, and then, uh, as as previously said, uh, uh, bloody intestines that have been um, arranged on this wall. Um, so we've got uh, a a model or a, a diagram of a um air conditioning unit at the top we have some uh evaporator coils uh, which is also the bit that you want to keep cool i think you've got the hotness expander which is a little uh, little box uh, you've got the condenser coils leading into the hotness expander uh, you've then got a little uh, <laughs> skull and crossbones uh, and, and the message help me and then you also have a compressor at the bottom. So just to to go uh, bottom to top and like in a, in a loop, you go uh, from the compressor to the condenser coils into the hotness expander uh, over to the bit that you want to keep cool where the evaporate, evaporator coils are that goes back into the compressor and back around again. Uh, there is also a um, bloody handprint, uh, which looks like it's made out of intestines, which is quite, quite uh, something. <laughs> Yeah, didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> or hot dog sausages, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I mean, it's Aldi. Is there a difference? <laughs> hot update. Outside, a voxel courser melts into the shape of a skateboard before flowing down the drain. Oh, shit. Okay. We've got to pick up the pace on this. So, I guess, can we, uh, can we get to the air conditioning unit that appears to be failing and um, interrogate it? It's high up in the ceiling above you. I'm afraid you're unable to reach it. Um, do we have anything we can climb? I mean, it's Aldi. There should be some ladders or some shit, unless they've been looted. You, you could certainly arrange a, a collection of things to climb up to it. However, I would say that any attempt to repair it while it is functioning may stop it from functioning. Ah, so we need to try and find um, a on-off switch. Uh, if we look around the manager's office, is there any um, indication as to uh, anything that would turn this air conditioning unit off? So you try to step into the office, um, but you can't actually get in there for more than a moment or two before the heat drives you back uh, into the cool embrace of the aircon. An aircon, I should stress, you really don't want to have off at any point. The radiator units in the uh, middle aisle, uh, could you uh, give us a bit more of a description about them, please? Yeah, sure. They're kind of your standard sort of slap-on-the-wall rad units with an in-pipe and an out-pipe. Because there's a bit of me that's thinking, we've got 
pipes. We have radiators. Normally, you uh, put uh, warm water through a radiator that radiates warm warmth out into the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have these uh, misters in the chiller cabinets. We also have hose pipes. So if we've got the misters, uh, in, uh, if we put the hose pipe over a mister, we've got uh, an inlet of cold water, which we could then uh, put into the inlet valve of the radiator. It would then become a, a heat sink that would uh, allow us to, to pump heat out of the uh, room. That sounds a bit longer. Sounds bloody good. Let's let's try that. Can we try that, please, Mike? I mean, it's a very very complex plan, but let's uh, try it. So, describe to me exactly what you're doing, Ben. So, you're so, connecting <clears throat> a hose to the mister. We are, yes. Uh, so that there is now misty water flowing down the hose. Okay. We're then attaching the other end of the hose to a radiator unit. Okay. Uh, and then uh, placing the radiator unit into the manager's office to help uh, draw out heat from the manager's office. Okay, so you're drawing heat out of there and into the room that you're in. But it's a much okay. larger room, you see. Uh, okay, so you had 12 minutes on the time. I'm going to take off 30 seconds for that as you've shortened the lifespan of the AC. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> I'm afraid that you don't significantly lower the temperature of the manager's office. Damn you, saints. Okay, let's, let's, okay, let's, yeah, in fact, let's say you've lowered it enough that you can go in there. You, Do we you see anything? Cool. Dead manager, a lot of intestines. Nothing, no, no air conditioning. Controls. No air conditioning unit controls. No, God, maybe they have a very tall ladder that they use to to repair it or something, or or maybe mm. just get switched on when they build a store and it never turns off. Hmm. So we must fix this thing without actually, or potentially fix this thing without actually tinkering with it while it's on. But we can't switch it off because we will die. Yes. Quite the head scratcher. If we if we take one of the humidity meters, could we check the humidity in this room, as in in the main store? Absolutely. Uh, so you grab one of the humidity meters. It's a little yellowish device with a display. Tapping it, it appears to read the humidity in this room, uh, which is currently reading at 75%. Wow. Looking at the back of the box, it reminds you to be careful in humid environments as a wet bulb temperature of 36 degrees can kill you. Are you familiar with the Yeah, so it turns out there's a thing called wet bulb temperature. So basically, if it's 36 degrees and it's um, moist in the air, then your body can't uh, lose uh, heat through sweat, and that's when you start getting kind of like a, a heat buildup. So yes. you, essentially, you want low humidity uh, when it's hot uh, in order to not die. So my, because my thinking was, if it wasn't very humid, we could have uh, misted the rest of the room, uh, and that would have also drawn heat out. But... Um, that ain't going to help in a room like this. Mm. So we could um, we could take the industrial acid and try and burn through the floor because the the ground is definitely going to be cooler than. <laughs> but I, I I don't think that's it either. That might even cl- uh, be cause for for breaking things. Yeah. Plus, you know, acid could be exothermic. It just makes the whole situation worse. It's, it could be. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. I was going to have to think of another way of saying no to that. So that was a much better. Yes. <laughs> it, it, you'd knack at the AC, mate. It's a good idea, though. It's a much better idea. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts, Jamie? Because I'm this is this, I'm, I'm assuming this collection of random objects is our key to to solving this problem. Um, but it's a, it's a, what we use and how we use it while the AC is on, but also while we can't turn it off. Um, okay, but, um, so just from the floor, we can't see anything of the AC unit that um, that appears interesting. Uh, no. In fact, would you like a little steer? A little nudge a noodle. I think we might. What do you think, Ben? Yes. I think f- repair attempting to repair the AC is futile. Right. Hotness update. <laughs> um, 
a flock of chickens spontaneously KFC in their own juices. <laughs> um, is there anything in, in the any of the rooms that we've not looked at or that we've missed? Uh, no, I think you've looked at you've looked at pretty much everything. There's maybe one or two things that you could muck around with a bit more, but yeah, I think you've looked at pretty much everything. Um, I mean, we could build a tower out of mega blocks to get a, a closer look at the AC. Sure. Uh, so I'm I'm just a little. So if we go right the way back to the beginning. We, we're in an Aldi or Lidl. It's 21 degrees inside and 65 degrees outside. And the AC unit is failing and we've got to survive. That's, that's about the, hmm. the sum of it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know what the end is. <laughs> like, like, is it just when the time is up, we're still alive? <laughs> or do we have to, yeah. If we bust out, we're going to combust. So it's not about breaking out of this room necessarily. If we um, if we let propane out of the canisters, then there's there's that weird reaction that makes the outside of the canisters cooler than normal. But well, there is because actually propane is a very efficient refrigerant. Oh, so yeah, you let <clears throat> propane out, and you do actually because as it uh, expands, uh, as it hits the uh, the air, uh, it does sort of. Oh. Weird, propane is um, an excellent refrigerant. So we have. Uh, a refrigerant, propane, we have a garden hose, we have radiator units, we have car tire inflators, which is a compressor. Oh. We could build a new air conditioning unit. The only thing is, I don't know where. There's, do, I have, do I have anything that's a fan? Hmm. No. But that we, could may build, we could build it out of mega blocks. <laughs> we could build it out of mega blocks. <laughs> okay. Could we please take a. Do you, do you want to do it, Jamie? By all means, you, you've got a better grasp on the science than I do. Okay, could we please take uh, a radiator? And that will be uh, the bit that we want to keep cool. That's the... I can't read that again now. Emperator. Uh, so have... you've got evaporator coils? Evaporator. Um, the evaporator coils. So that will be, I think, the evaporator coils. Could we then um, water hose onto the uh, radiator and put it into one of the... Uh, into the inlet for the so the inlet of the of the um, car tire inflator. Absolutely, you, you jerry rig it with duct, with duct tape so it's all all coming together. Brilliant. From the outlet of the uh, inflator, could we put another hose that goes into the condenser coils? I'm guessing that's going to be like another radiator. Yes, of course it would be. It's, it's just the same on both sides. Mm -hmm. um, the hotness expander. I'm a little bit that hot, uh, hotness and expander are two different words. Oh, oh, okay. So the, the expand the propane? No, we're going to fill it with propane. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I don't know what the expander is. I can't remember. We got. It's not. We, I, it's got just five minutes and twenty seconds remaining. Shade. That's plenty of time. <laughs> Hot update. The village pond finishes boiling away, perfectly poaching three ducks and a shoal of carp. Oh, that's a tea. So we've got two radiators. Yep. It's cool. Uh, and the bit that we want to keep cool, got the hotness that we've got the expander, and the expander is the bit that allows the pressure to drop so that when it goes back through the cooling system, it can cool again, or other way around. Hmm. That just needs to be a big box, I think, but we don't have a big metal box, do we? Does it have to be metal? Well, it's, it's not normally a box, as a matter of dickery. Is it just a a, a swelling of the? Like an increase in the, the, the tube? Uh, it's normally a valve. Ah, a valve. Do we have a valve? Humidity meters, children's playhouse. <laughs> Does the child's playhouse have a valve? It's got a little door you can open. We'll just use that to control the flow. 
It might be a bit big though. <laughs> oh, we got we got we got hairbrush boxes, so we could just empty a hairbrush box and use that, <laughs> and use the flap as the valve. Okay, that that is the only bit that I am completely lost with. Once we once we figure out what the expander has to be, all we I think then need to do is fill the system with propane, and in theory, chuck the condenser coils somewhere that we want to uh, evaporate. No, the evaporator coils out to somewhere that we want to um, get warm, and the condenser coils for somewhere that we want to get cold. Okay. I.e., the the propane itself is inside a canister. So could we have that as the expander, and then release the propane from within the canister? The problem is, is that you've only got an, an out, not an out and an in. Ah. Do, do, do these canisters have an, an any and an outie, Mike, or is it just an outie? It's a standard camping canister, three minutes remaining. Would you like a little steer? I, I think it's going to have to be a yes. I think so. Okay, so I've, you've actually come across, uh, you've come directly across one option for this already, and there is another one in the room. Hmm. It's not in the middle aisle. Oh, then we get a snake. We've got, there's the, the misters. Can we use the... Oh, yeah, the Vistas ah. have a valve. We'll just rip one of those off. Oh, uh, yes, no, of course. Because they take water and expand it into, into mist. a mist. Of course. Yes, well done, Jamie. But so, okay. could we, yes, do that and then conjoin everything, as I've previously said, and fill the system up with propane. You do so. Okay, where are you putting your um, evaporator coils and your condenser coils? I think... The evaporator bit, the bit you want to keep cool. Okay, so the bit we want to keep cool is us. So that's the, the, the evaporator coils. Mm. The condenser coils are something we want to keep hot. Should we point those at the snakes to, to burn them? Oh, could we put them... So a bit of me wants to put them in the freezer. Mm-hmm. A bit of me wants to put them in the manager's office and try and close the door. To, I don't know which. To really make the manager's office toasty. Well, even even in a relatively hot outside, you can still like pump heat into it. Let's try that. Make the managers off. Yeah. While the door was closed, we didn't notice that it was getting hot there. Let's try that. Exactly. So point. So you put the um, the condenser coils uh, into the manager's office um, and close the door. I'm afraid the door's still a little bit open with the hose duct tape in it. the way. It's not particularly good seal. Seal it with duct you tape. You duct tape the door. He sealed the door with duct tape. Not the solution I thought we were going to go for there. Did give you a masonry drill, but fine. Uh, great. Okay. So... <laughs> As your homemade refrigeration unit starts up further toasting the corpse of Fat Bud in his office, the aircon unit above you fails. You hold your breath as your own unit farts and squirts butane through hose pipes and radiators and a bit of cabinet mister and a bit of car tyre inflator. And it functions! Well done! You have turned an entire little into a very inefficient giant's fridge. It's heating up the rest of the world, but that's the rest of the planet's problem. My right jerks. <laughs> the dead aircon above gives one last terrible rattle and then stops. Whatever was rattling within it is freed and drops to the ground. Pick it up. Jamie, you pick them up and toss them between your hands like hot potatoes. Ooh, they're pretty sizzly. They look a lot like the Alt and F4 keys from a keyboard. Congratulations, you found the hotkeys. <laughs> Jamie, you press them and the world switches off. Congratulations, you've solved my puzzle. Hey! Wonderful, brilliant. Ooh. That was that was really, really good. Oh, that was clever. I'm glad that, Ben, you were here with me because I wouldn't have been able to understand the science of any of that. <laughs> so I've wanted, I've just not had the ability to think of a scenario, but I've wanted to do a, a heat pump slash air compressor, uh, um, air conditioning unit episode in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you almost put the evaporator cause and the um, I, yes, cause I, yes, the wrong I way did. around. Did, you would have burned yeah. yourselves alive. <laughs> no, well done. Well done for passing the diagram. When you said hotness expander, I was like, oh no, that's not supposed to be the hotness expander. I was like, ah, it still kind of works, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, um, for listeners at home, just so this isn't actually an aircon unit. This is a fridge. Uh, Fridges and aircon units are basically the same. It's just that yeah. an aircon unit is a fridge with a fan attached. So the way it works is that you've kind of got you've got two zones. One's the bit you want to keep cool, and the other bit's where you're dumping your heat. Uh, and what you're doing is you're um, having uh, a, a refrigerant, usually sort of a, a gas slash liquid that's flowing uh, sort of around a system. And in your cool zone, it's uh, at lower pressure, so it's depressurized and it's kind of expanded and it's able to absorb heat into its mass and then it gets compressed and then pushed through a condenser coils where it um, is then venting that heat very very quickly so it's kind of absorbing heat on the inside uh, through the evaporator coils just by being kind of low uh, low mass low pressure and then you're venting that outside and then your expander valve is what's kind of pushing it back into being a um, kind of a lower pressure uh, state change or phase change or whatever it's called i learned uh, something thing. today all right ben uh, yes, what I'm doing just now actually is um, there's a guy called Alec who um, does a channel called Technology Connections, and it is if you're if you're at all geeky about like how random things in your home work, his channel is fantastic. Uh, like um, how your dishwasher like washes dishes in two different phases, and it's it's and, and he'll do like things like test a bunch of different. Um, detergents to to see if um expensive detergent works better apparently it doesn't um and uh he does he has one on air conditioners or uh heat pumps I, i'll find it after we finish recording and uh, maybe yeah. Mike, if, if, if i if i turned out to be wrong then it won't appear in the show notes <laughs> just, just take my take my word for it um if i've got it all the wrong way around how many more hot or hot updates did you have i had a few so and i would have given them more to you but you guys were doing some some good thinking so i didn't want to interrupt you so we had um a postman across the road finds himself unable to post his letters. Each one that he produces from his bag bursts into fire before he can get it into the letterbox. <laughs> he takes off his black cap, black cap from him to wipe his brow, and as the last drop of sweat leaves his body, he turns into a pillar of salt. <laughs> um, we had all chocolate bars become froobs. <laughs> um, the moon tries to show its face before catching fire and exploding. Would you, would you like to hear the bad endings? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so um, as the aircon unit fails, the temperature rapidly rises, and you are faced with a terrible choice. The heat, or hide in a freezer cabinet with the snakes. What do you choose? Obviously go into the freezer cabinet with the snakes. You climb in the freezers with the snakes, and they are not happy about it. Even worse, they're Guatemalan dick-biting snakes, <laughs> and you've just provided them with two extra big helpings. <laughs> oh, my dick! <laughs> That's my favourite dick! And- <laughs> and if you'd gone into the, if you'd gone chosen the heat, uh, the sliding doors finish melting, uh, and the hot blast of outside air instantly turns both of you into cake. <laughs> oh, I do like the even more alright with the second one. Yeah, I like that even with the bad ending, we were get, given a, a sort of a red blue decision. That's quite cool. I mean, both ended in death, but I like how we chose how we go. Death would be better than Guatemalan dick biting snake. <laughs> True, I'm, I'm frozen and dickless. Oh, that was the other thing. So you know, uh, the expander—you tr- struggled to find an expander. So you had two choices. Um, you had the expander valve for the Mister Cabinet, but you also had um, so the freezers I mentioned earlier were um, chucking out uh, horrible wet heat. Wow. If you'd gone to inspect that, you would have found their own 
uh, condenser coils and expanders. Because you have ah. to drill, you could have drilled that out and used one of those. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, and I did actually mean to write a bit in this about lowering the ambient humidity in the room, um, but then I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Isn't that... Um, that just happens from air conditioning. Because okay. as the as the cores get cold, moisture is drawn to them and condenses on them and then drips drips down. And what a lot of air conditioners do is it drips into a tray and then actually gets uh, funneled outside. And if I remember rightly, that moisture is then actually put onto the hot coils that... Um, uh, actually helps to then relieve the the heat. I am learning so so much. Yeah, this has been a very educational episode. Where were you me. when I was writing this puzzle, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of a good puzzle for an air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfinitescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. We are at tier underscore podcast. Um, if you enjoyed the episode and we hope you did then hot update you see rain orange and white rain before realising that the droplets falling from the sky are actually EasyJet LU224 which has melted in midair. <laughs> if you enjoyed the episode and we hope you did uh, then uh, yeah drop us a like somewhere anywhere or share it with somebody um, or join our Patreon programme we listed all the stuff earlier but it's at uh, patreon.com slash the infinite escape room anyway we love you lots and we'll see you next time on the infinite escape room tatty bye now bye bye love you bye goodbye <laughs> <laughs>